This is Learning with Leslie. Another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Summer from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 269, I get into a really big topic. Facebook has updated their algorithm again, and as a blogger, you need to be paying attention. What does this mean for us bloggers who use Facebook to to market our blog? Should we be concerned? The short answer is yes, but I will unpack that in much more detail in this episode, but more than that. I believe that this has far-reaching implications for bloggers beyond Facebook. I think there's a, there are lessons to be learned about building a platform on any social network. I'm also going to talk about how what you can do to minimize the effect of these changes on your blog and your traffic. It's such an important topic that I felt I really had to share my thoughts as well as some tips on how you can thrive even when Facebook has a mood swing. So the Facebook algorithm changes. That's what we're going to be talking about today. I didn't time that perfectly. Oh, man. Oh, well, that is the way it goes. <laughs> Hope you are having a fantastic day and all is well on your side of the world, in your neck of the woods. I'm excited to be behind this mic again talking to you on this episode 269 where we're going to be talking about the Facebook algorithm updates and what what in the world? What are we supposed to do about all these changes that keep coming our way? We're going to get into all of that. Of course, you can find detailed show notes at becomeablogger.com slash 269. You just put the number at the end of the URL and you're good. Anything that I mention, it'll all be there. So if you forgot something, don't worry. Becomeablogger.com slash 269. Nine. All right, let's get into today's content. We're going to talk about Facebook. All right? I know some of you have been waiting for me to talk about this. I've seen it posted in the, <laughs> on my Facebook page. Uh, I, I, I know this is a hot topic, and maybe you, you're not aware of what is going on. And if that's the case, don't worry. You're going to be caught up to speed by the end of this episode. But before we go into the changes... Let's let's do a little history. Man, that was a high pitch. Let's. I don't know what went on there. But let's do a little bit of a history lesson. Let's talk about this thing that we call Facebook and where it came from and how things evolved over time. Because by looking at the history, we're going to see a pattern. And by looking at that pattern, we're going to be able to predict what's going to happen in the future to a certain extent. And by doing that, we're going to be able to make decisions so that we can make sure that we are doing what's best for our businesses, what's best for our blogs, and all that good stuff. So let's go all the way back, back into time, to February 4, 2004. Wow, that was over 12 years ago. Crazy. That is when the Facebook was launched. 
And it literally was called The Facebook. You could find it at thefacebook.com. It launched at a university campus, and it kind of grew from there and expanded. And obviously, it grew like nothing else before it. It, it, I mean, it was just an amazing phenomenon. Now, Facebook launched in 2004, but something happened in 2007, specifically on November 7th, 2007, Facebook launched fan pages. Now, this was an interesting development and an interesting shift because before that, it was more of kind of like a networking place for college kids But once you started having fan pages and business pages and so on, the demographics of Facebook started to include more young professionals. Now, what was interesting about the glory days of 2007 and beyond was that it was much easier to reach your fans. If I liked your page and you posted something on your page, I would most likely see it. And as a result, having fans was very valuable. That was, a, that was a huge deal. The more fans you have, the better. And people started paying for fans. And Facebook started encouraging people, hey, you want more fans? You can pay for them. We will take your money, but we will put you in front of your potential audience and you will have more fan fans liking your page or people fanning your page. I don't know if you want to call it that. Now, this is something that Facebook encouraged you to do. You pay and you get more fans. Because the idea was, once again, the more fans you have, when you post to your fan page, more people are going to see it. And it was relatively easy to get people to see your content, to see the links that you're posting when you have that new awesome blog post that you want all your fans to see. Well, the chances were high that they would actually see it. In 2012, March 30th, 2012, Facebook switched to the timeline for all pages. Before that, it was kind of opt-in. You know, they developed the timeline a little before that um, for personal profiles, but then they started rolling that out for pages. And then on the 30th of March, all pages had timelines. Now, supposedly this This provided a unique opportunity, and not supposedly, it actually did. It allowed you to tell your story in a more engaging way, all right? People could go and see what was going on a year ago in your business, you know? So you could kind of tell a story, and it's on this timeline, just like how we do for personal prof or we did for personal profiles. Now it was available for business pages as well. Now... Here's the interesting thing, the interesting part. In 2012, people started to notice that it was becoming harder and harder to reach your fans. The people that liked your page, the people that were, were, they, they said, I am a fan of this organization. I am a fan of this blog, and I want to see what they post. But it was getting harder and harder to reach those people. And then it started to decline even more and it started to get harder and harder and harder and people started to complain even more. 
And then there was a study that was done that demonstrated that Facebook organic reach, and when I say organic reach, I mean you're not paying for this reach. You're, this is not me paying for ads for people to like my page. This is me posting something on my page and organically my fans or the people that like my page would see that content. And the study demonstrated that it dropped from about 16% in 2012. And when that 16% number came out, it was like, wow, I'm only reaching 16% of my fans. That is insane. But then in, by 2014, it was about 6.5%. Now, that's a huge drop. That's less than 50%. So if you were reaching 100 people before, with the same number of fans, you would reach about 50 and if you had a huge page, the same research demonstrated that pages with over 500,000 likes, they were only reaching 2%. Two. This is not all the people that like your page. This is not half of the people that like your page. This is a 50th of the people that like your page. So if you were reaching 1,000 people before, man, you're only going to be reaching 20 this is what some of the data was showing. So obviously, people are complaining. And maybe you've been around in the glory days when it was easy to reach your fans and you've seen those numbers decline. This decline has continued. It didn't stop in 2014. It has continued to 2016. And in my opinion, it's going to continue that way until it's essentially zero. That's my prediction. Now, here's where it gets even more interesting. Facebook is always tweaking their algorithm. They have to do this because they want to make sure that you are getting the things that you want to see, and that's going to change over time. And then as people are posting more, that's going to affect it, and they have to be on top of their algorithm, just like Google has to be on top of their algorithm. And now Twitter, and well, we're going to talk about all that a little later. Whenever they made a change in algorithm, they had kind of a vague statement or a, a few different vague statements. Here's one of the, the vague statements. Some pages, <laughs> hear this, some pages might see a small increase in referral traffic and some pages might see minor decreases. All right, this is from a, a, a while back when they made an algorithm change. What does that mean? Will you see an increase or a decrease? Well, you may see an increase. You may see a decrease. They're being kind of vague as to what to expect. Here's this, here's this other statement. We do not expect most pages. <laughs> this, is, this is almost comical to me. We do not expect most pages to see significant changes in distribution as a result of this update. Now, here's the thing. Whenever they've made these changes and whenever they've made these statements in the past, reach seems to go down. Organic reach seems to go down significantly. So they were a bit ambiguous. Yeah, it may go up. It may go down. Oh, we don't think most people are going to blah, 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 whatever they said, it went down. 
and it has been going down consistently. All right. Fast forward to 2016. Fast forward to a week and a half ago, to June 29, 2016, to be specific. Facebook announced that they're making another change. They're building a better news feed for you. And here, I want to summarize the essence of what they were saying in this announcement. Your news feed will favor friends and family. When you come to Facebook, you come to Facebook primarily because you want to connect with the people that you know. You want to you get up to date on what's going on with your brother in New York or your sister that is on vacation or whatever the case might be. The people that you know, they are the most important to you. The people that you care about. And this makes perfect sense. All right? So the news feed will start to favor friends and family. This will show at the top of your news feed. And then Facebook Facebook is basically describing this is why you come to Facebook. Based on the data, the research that we've done, you, you've probably taken a number of surveys on fa- Facebook where they ask you to, to rate or rank these two different versions of posts or two different types of posts. And, and by collecting all of this data... They've seen that that's what we care about. Quite frankly, that's why I go to Facebook. When I go to Facebook, I want to see what my friends are saying. I want to see what my family is doing. I want to see what's going on with the people that I know and I love and I care about and the people that I've met and the new people that I'm meeting. I want to see what's going on with people. Okay? The next thing that they're saying, this is at the top because this is what you care about the most. But they're also saying that you come to your news feed because you also want to be informed. You want to be informed about the things that are happening in the world, especially the things that you care the most about. Uh, And then after that, you also want to be entertained. You want to see that funny cat video. You want to see what's going on in the latest scandal and your friends are talking about it or whatever. You want to be entertained. And by scandal, I mean like the, the, the TV show scandal. But you probably don't watch that. It's just just you know shallow people like me that watches that kind of stuff, right? I know. I get it. I get it. Okay. But your feed should inform after friends and family. It should inform you and it should entertain you. I agree. This is why most people, most regular people, I'm not talking about bloggers and even bloggers, but I'm not specifically talking about bloggers. I'm talking about the regular person that's going on Facebook. They want to see what's going on with their friends and family. They want to be informed. They want to be entertained. Now, notice what they didn't say on there. They didn't say marketers. They didn't say bloggers. They didn't say any of that. But what they did say for the first time was the clearest statement about the fact that organic reach for business pages for you and I is going down. And this is what they said. Overall, overall, We anticipate that this update may cause reach and referral traffic to decline for some pages. 
They didn't say it may decline, it may increase, it may stay the same. They only addressed the decline. Now, if when in the past they've said it may increase, it may decrease, overall we don't expect to see any significant changes, when they've said that, it's decreased significantly. Now that they're saying this, expect that it's going to decrease even more. Now, you may be listening to this and thinking, man, that is absolutely terrible. Facebook, how could you do such a terrible thing to us? We helped to build you. We've provided all this content. We've shared our personal lives and all. What are you doing to us? But let me give you some of my thoughts on this. Facebook is actually being smart. They're doing what they need to do in order to survive. They are doing what's best for their users, not necessarily what's best for businesses, not necessarily what's best for bloggers, but what's best for their average users. People don't go to Facebook to be marketed to. And you know what? There's a lot of crap on Facebook. And now that there are over 1.65 billion monthly active users, they have to continue tweaking this algorithm to prune out a lot of the marketing messages that are on Facebook. Facebook has seen that there's a decline in regular people posting stuff. They've seen this. This has been demonstrated, and this is a concern. And you know what? If that continues that way, will Facebook become the next MySpace? Facebook doesn't want that. So they are going to make changes. They want to encourage users to post, to share information about their lives, to connect with others, to, to really use the social network as a social network. This change actually needs to happen. So Facebook, I am not complaining about what they're doing. I actually think they're doing the right thing for their users. Now, I don't want to make it sound as if they're trying to be all altruistic and stuff. They're doing the right thing for their users because the more their users stay on the platform, the more money they make. It's a business decision. You want to make the people happy because if the people are happy, they're going to stick around. And if they stick around, you're going to make money. That's really what it's about for them. So I don't want you to leave and and think, oh, Facebook, they're so nice and altruistic and caring about me connecting with my friends and family. No, no, no. It's a business, and they're trying to make money. And they're trying to do what's best for their investors. This is a public company. So they got to make money for their investors. It's their fiscal responsibility. All right. So that's that. That is what is happening. Now, I want to share my thoughts for you. My thoughts for I. You, for I, for me, for us. <laughs> my thoughts for bloggers. What does this mean for you and I? There are a few things I want us to realize. 
Number one, the only constant is change. That's the only thing we can count on for sure. That change is going to happen. What worked yesterday won't necessarily work today. And what's working today will not work tomorrow. Not necessarily, at least. And what it comes down to is this. I don't think that you and I as bloggers can continue to depend on Facebook for organic reach. I think it's becoming more and more obvious. Now, I'm not saying organic reach is dead, even though it's close to the... It's, it's kind of on a lifeline. <laughs> oh, man. It's on so, life support. That's what, 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 what it's on right now. Um, there are things that you can do. And this, is, this episode is not about how to get reach on Facebook. That's going to be another episode. We're going to have more content on that because I still think it's important for us to understand the best practices for actually reaching people. And there are things that people are doing that are working successfully, just really quickly. Video, specifically even live video. These things are showing. I mean, Facebook has demonstrated to us that they are, and they've said it, they're giving live video preferential treatment, especially when it's live. Uh, that, this is a side note. We're going to talk about more of that in the future. I'm going to be doing more interviews on this kind of stuff because I think we need to know what is actually working for the people that are having success on Facebook. So we're going to talk about that. But there's a bigger issue that I want you to, to understand And it's not just a Facebook thing. It is not just a Facebook thing. This algorithm concept, this filtering status updates, this this tweaking of the algorithm has worked very successfully for Facebook. If you look at their income, it's just going up. It is working very well. And other social networks are following suit. Because you know what? Think about this. If you were to see, I mean, you, I don't know about you, but I've liked a lot of pages on Facebook. And many of them are marketing pages. And if I were to see everything that all of the pages that I post like, I mean, not like, but share, Facebook would be a mess. It would be a nightmare. I would leave Facebook. The algorithm has worked very well for them and successfully. Now we see Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, they are also now implementing, they have already implemented an algorithm. So now on Instagram, you don't necessarily see everything that the people that you are following are actually posting. Twitter is following their lead where this is concerned because now they too have an algorithm. Pinterest has also done this. And I'm hearing more and more bloggers that used to get a ton of traffic from Pinterest complaining about the traffic that they've lost. I I spoke to someone a few days ago and their traffic has been down less than 50% of what it was, you know, just two months ago, as a result of the changes that Pinterest has made. This is where all social networks seem to be going. 
the glory days of coming on a social network and and being able to post and everyone seeing it relatively easy, those days are gone. Don't be surprised. I'm going to say something kind of crazy and and maybe one day in the future we're going to look back at this moment and say, nah, you see, Leslie was talking foolishness. Or maybe we're going to look back and say, wow, it actually happened. But don't be surprised if Snapchat gets an algorithm. Because right now, it's not that bad when you're following that 100 people or 20 people or whatever the case might be to, to, to keep updated on their stories. But what happens when you're following as many people on there as you are connected with on Facebook? And what happens when you're following 500 people or 1,000 people and these stories are just flooding your app? Are you going to actually find the people that you really care about? Don't be surprised if they all go in this direction when they've matured. Now, a while back, I was, I was um, working on a webinar and I reached out to a number of bloggers to ask them what their top three tips are for getting exposure for their blogs. I have a friend, his name is Mitch Wilson. We started blogging around the same time. We went through a lot of the same training. And then he he started a sports-related uh, website. And his blog took off in ways that, quite frankly, I don't know anyone whose blog is as successful as his. And I asked him, what are your top three tips for getting exposure? And you want to know what he said? Number one is content. Number two is content. Number three, I think it was content. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was content. And he's a content-creating machine. And he's built a team of content-creating machines, and now he has one of the most successful blogs on the internet. Here's Here's the reality. Building a blog is harder than ever. But I believe it's becoming more essential than ever. Because you know what? You build on social media and social media changes just like that. But if you build your blog, you build your platform, one that you own, one that you control, if Facebook changes their algorithm, who cares? If you have your blog, if you have your email list, and these are assets that you own and you control, you're the one that makes decisions about when traffic comes and when it doesn't. And that's a beautiful place to be. So here are the lessons that I want you to learn as a result of all these changes. Not that we should be afraid to start blogs and we should be afraid to create content or afraid to be on a platform or anything of that sort. But number one, you have to work hard and you have to be willing to put in what it takes in order to build something significant. Number two, you have to be creating great content. It's no longer acceptable to create just crappy content and you have to do it consistently 
Number three, you have to get people there. And if that means using Facebook or Twitter or whatever the case might be and trying to figure out what strategy works for you, you're on YouTube, you're here, you're there, figuring out which one is going to be your main platform and going all the way in terms of creating the engagement, creating that social following. But you have to get people from those platforms to your blog. And number four, This is what it all comes down to. You have to build your email list. You have to. This this is so fundamental to everything we do as bloggers, but it's becoming more and more important. If your primary focus for your blog is not building your email list, then you are depending on something that you have no control of. And I know there are many bloggers out there that have huge social profiles. They don't have an email list. And they feel extremely vulnerable. That is not the position to be in. That is not what you want to work on building. You want to make sure that everything you do, I know I'm sounding very like, like, paranoid here or anything something of that sort but everything you do regardless of what platform you're on the goal should be to get them on your email list because that's when you can be in control of your business build your email list build your email list this is something that I'm going to be focused I am focused on more than ever before today. I'm recording this podcast episode. I took a break from the steps that I'm taking to make sure that my email list is my focus to record this episode because I see the writing on the wall. I know what's going to happen or I feel like I know what's going to happen. I feel as if I could see where it's going. Another part is, and this is one I'll just add in here, as your business develops, make sure you have a business model behind it. Make sure it's not just about, hey, I'm, I have a lot of people on my blog. No, make sure you have a strong business model. So make sure to learn about blog monetization and how you can turn this into something that makes money so that you can use that money to grow your business. And in many ways, that could be using Facebook ads because Facebook ads are extremely powerful if you know what you're doing. So work hard, create great content, use those social platforms to get people to that great content, Build your email list and make sure you have a a strong business model. And if you're thinking, I don't know how to have a strong business model, well, you know what? Nobody knew how to do it before they started learning. And there are no longer any excuses. We can't say, I don't know how to do it, so I can't do it. Because you know what? According to Henry Ford, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. We have the internet And there isn't anything you need to learn that's not available on the internet. I wasn't even planning on doing this here, but 
if your focus is blogging, I don't know why I didn't think about doing this. This just makes perfect sense. If your focus is blogging and you want the training and you want the help, join the coaching club, bloggercoaching.com. Just go to bloggercoaching.com and you can join the coaching club as we take this journey together. But it's all about building your own platform. Not just because not because you're full of yourself, but because you're building a business. And the person, if you're if you're running a business, you should be running that business, not Facebook. So what do I think about the algorithm changes? Great. Facebook, do you. Do what you need to do to build your business. I'm going to do what I need to do to build mine. And I hope, I truly, truly hope that you do the same and stop focusing on building Facebook's business. Stop focusing on building Instagram's business. Stop focusing on building Pinterest, Twitter, Snapchat's business. Focus on leveraging those platforms to build your business. That's, you know what? I think that's pretty much it. So let's have some music. Yeah. Those are my thoughts. And over time, I'm going to be sharing more information on how to do these things right. I mean, I have a lot in the, in the back catalog. But I'm going to be focusing on interviewing people that are doing the right things. People that I know that are being successful on Facebook, on Snapchat, on all these different platforms. What are they doing? And how are they leveraging those platforms to build their own platform? We're going to be talking about a lot of that. This was episode 269. I hope you got va- I know you got value from it. You can visit becomeablogger.com slash 269. And if you missed anything, don't worry. We got you covered. It'll all be there. If you know someone that's worried about the Facebook algorithm update, send them to this episode. Send them to becomeablogger.com slash 269 and tell them to subscribe because they're going to get a lot of value from the podcast, right? And if you're trying to get your blog started, create content, inspire others, and even change the world while building your online business, you want a free course? Free, 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 free bloggingvideos.com but just free once just free bloggingvideos.com you can take my free course to get started and like i mentioned if you want to take things to the next level and get hand-holding guidance bloggercoaching.com join the coaching club so that's pretty much it for this episode this is leslie Simon here from becomeablogger.com we're changing the world one blog at a time and until next time take care and god bless music is supposed to come on right now let me try this